Right, people, listen up. It's a fucking lockdown right oh, now. Come off it. We're not in a prison drama, are we? We are in a prison drama. This is the fucking Shawshank Redemption, right? But with more tunneling through shit, no fucking redemption. Hello, all. How'd things go for you today? Don't you miss her? Since she up and walked away And I'll bet you... Hello and welcome. Uh, I am Anders Holmes of the Holmes Movies Podcast and I'm joined by my brother Adam over Skype. Hello! So we want to try something a little bit new for these episodes. Uh, for anyone who is uh, locked inside during self-isolation uh, while the, we are dealing with uh, the outbreak of COVID-19, we would like to sort of give, you know, if you're working from home or anything like that or being at home or thinking, oh, I have no idea what to watch or uh, uh, I don't really know what to do with my time. Well, we're here to sort of recommend films for you to watch from both me and Adam. This is something that we're. This is something new that we've uh, decided to do. Yeah, we're bringing you one every day, right? Yes, one film every day. So, like one episode, it will be me, and then then you, and so on and so forth. But for this Excellent. episode, it will be us recommending two films just to kind of get the ball rolling. What are we doing? Two films on this one episode? Yeah. Okay, and then it'll just be one epi- one film per episode subsequently. Yes. So this is like a bonus episode? Yes. Or a bumper episode? Okay, cool, cool, cool. What are you, what are you recommending? Uh, I'm recommending a film I watched uh, fairly recently, which is a film from 1947 and stars Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall and directed by Delmar Davis, who directed uh, the film 310 to Yuma, the original 310 to U- Yuma. And it's called Dark Passage, and it's a uh, film noir film based off a book by David Goodis. I like the sound of this. Wait a second, though. This is the one where, um, is this the one where Bogart wears a bandage for half the movie across his face? Yeah. So the interesting thing about this movie is that it did something quite inventive for the time. I guess you can say it was quite inventive for the time, and other people kind of disagreed with it or not. Okay. So Bogart was the biggest star of of that period and for the first 60 minutes of the movie you don't really see him he's either like in darkness you don't really see his face or bandages are wrapped around his face or it's or it's shot subjectively meaning we see his point of view and we see the whole film literally through his eyes and we see how everything unfolds from his perspectives and you know we hear his voice and know that it's him but it isn't until the 62 minute mark when we are fully we fully see Bogart and um something similar happened with uh actor Robert Montgomery's uh, adaptation of The Lady in the Lake which was uh one of uh Raymond Chandler's uh Philip Marlowe stories where he actually shot the whole film com- completely from one POV and this is just for like the first hour in this film and also uh Jack Warner, the head of uh, Warner Brothers Studios, he was not happy when he found out that Humphrey Bogart, who was like the biggest actor of the time, was not in the movie for that much and tried to have them, you know, shut it down. But then they were too far into production that they couldn't really do it. 
And this film, it's not one of Bogart's most popular films. It's definitely not one of the most uh, popular films out of the um, Lauren Bacall and Humphrey Bogart collaborations. They were married um, at this point. So it's the the reason why the film wasn't as popular. It's probably due to the fact that uh, it, there was such a really unorthodox first person perspective of the film, or it was mainly, or it could be mainly to uh, due to the fact that hum- uh, some of the negative press that uh, Humphrey Bogart got from the committee of the First Amendment debacle during the uh, House of uh, the House Un-American Activities Committee hearings for the Hollywood Ten. Okay, so this is happening. This is like early fifties, then. No, uh, late late nineteen forties. Okay. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah Forty-seven. Yeah. So, um, yeah. needless to say, I, I really enjoyed the film. I really got hooked into it in the beginning of the film. I really liked the way that it, it was shot. It, it's, it's particularly involving. And, you know, it makes you feel really engaged with it. And it's also really, it's, you know, it's wonderfully atmospheric. And it's just a proper, good old-fashioned uh, film, noir film. And uh, Davis Go- uh, David Goodis, the writer... Um, he his 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 um, work was mainly in the noir genre, and for a while his books were out of print, except for uh, for France, where uh, he was pretty popular. And one of his books was actually adapted into a film called *The Moon in the Gutter*, which was directed by uh, the same director who did a film that we've talked about on the podcast, the Holmes Movies podcast, uh, *Diva*. Oh. So, um, just so there you go. So, I mean, just can I give a little bit of a, like a plot of the film? Uh, yeah, sure. I'm uh, I'm interested. Yeah. So the uh, the film is about a man called Vincent Parry, played by Humphrey Bogart, who at the beginning of the film escapes from San Quentin, and he's basically trying to clear his name because uh, he he's been in prison for killing his wife, and he um, said he didn't do it. Like like most of these kind of film noir films, everyone they all say that. Yeah. So he is he's on the run. The whole it's it's they shot on sets, but they also did shoot on location in San Francisco. And there's there were some scenes where people would be like queuing up on the Golden Gate Bridge just to see Humphrey Bogart, you know, filming the bits from the film. But um, his only sort of aide is a woman by the name of Irene Janssen, played by Lauren Bacall, who has personal reasons for uh, helping him out and was the only one that really believed that he was innocent of, of the crime. And as I mentioned before, the film is shot subjectively, so we don't really see Bogart like POV or he's shot in darkness, so you don't see his whole face. And then he decides, well, someone gives him the a friendly taxi cab driver helps him out and says maybe you should get some plastic surgery i know a guy and then that's the reason never trust never trust someone like that uh, never trust someone like that in real life but uh, and that's why there are some images promotional images where you do see bogart sitting with lauren mccall and he's got bandages around his face and it did remind me a little bit of i think the there's a there's an issue of the hundred bullets uh comic book which was created by brian azarello and eduardo riso who uh, one of the issues has a guy who in, has an accident and he wears bandages around his face, similar to how uh, Bogart uh, did uh, did in the film. Um, well, and there's uh, Jack Nicholson in, in Chinatown, of course, as well. Yeah, yeah, but that's just like the nose. That's true, I guess. But yeah, you, I mean, it's a it it could be a callback, I guess. But yeah, um, a little, little. It's not so so Dark Passage. It's not as you say. It's not that well known. But you you think people should seek it out despite yeah, that. I mean, it's it's not like 
it's not the big sleep. It's not Key Largo. It's not like any of the great films that Lauren Bacall or or and like Humphrey Bogart were in. But it's still a pretty. It's it's a damn good piece of violent film noir entertainment. And uh, it the same the the cinematographer Sidney Hickox was the same cinematographer on The Big Sleep, and he was noted that he could make any low budget film look classy. And this film, you know, it does look classy. And there's a very creepy little drug-induced uh, dream sequence when he's under the knife from plastic surgery that's a little bit similar to the dream sequence in uh, Murder, My Sweet. Oh, cool. Well, I'm definitely going to check this out. Yeah. Um, I really like the sound of it. So, do I now go? Yes, you can go. Okay. Well, I'm going to recommend... Um, uh, I think um, uh, this is, instead of being... Uh, uh, a slightly uh, lesser known um, uh, film by people who might have done other good films uh, that that might have been better than 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 Dark Passage. I'm not sure, but uh, um, in any case, uh, it, I'm going to recommend what I think is one of the best films by someone who also, of course, made a bunch of other great ones, and that's uh, Pedro Almodovar's um, uh, Women on the Verge of a Nervous Breakdown, uh, which for me is just one of the great. Uh, one of the great comedies um it is absolutely one of his best movies um it's a complete delight from start to end um it takes place mostly in one uh apartment building but it also makes great use of the sort of city locations the camera work is amazing the um mm -hmm. costume design the set design uh the, the film references that are going on the sort of the broad comedy um and the, the sort of the artifice of it is, is absolutely fantastic. Um, it's essentially a sort of um, it, it's 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 a comedy that centres around um, the, um, the 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 lovers of of this this chap, this sort of uh, this Lothario character um, who's um, who's actually just a bit of a coward. So he has all these women, uh, these two, well, he has the main character in the film, Pepper, who's his lover. And he's, um, it looks like he's going to leave her. And he's also, um, uh, I think there's a, there's, he's got an ex-wife uh, involved and there's another lover who's on the scene. Uh, and it's all this sort of, uh, you know, the, the, this, this comedy of, around, um, you know, all these women's uh, jealousies and trying to figure out, you know, what's, what's been um, put into play by this, uh, but this chap sort of it, it, it revolved very much around that. Um, but then there's also these uh, these younger people who enter the story uh, who have their own issues. Um, and one of whom is played by a young and and, uh, and very sweet looking Antonio Banderas. Um, and uh, and it sort of you have the um, the interplay between the slightly worldly uh, Pepper and uh, and these younger um, kids who. Um, who are a bit more naive and it's mm. just, it's, it's a, it's a absolute, um, it's so much fun from start to finish. It's really poignant and lovely in certain parts. It's incredibly, uh, funny. It's really innovatively shot. Like, I mean, it's talk about like, you know, people, Lord Wes Anderson's design and what he does in his films, but what's going on here? Like it's, everything is so perfectly, yeah. uh, positioned. And, um, it's also just very, it feels very Spanish, uh, but it also feels modern um you know this is post franco spain this is really like a kind of a rebirth of, of a culture in many ways um and um and it's like a real confident um uh movie from a you know from a guy who's 
who's just getting getting started. And obviously, 11 years later, he makes the magnificent All About My Mother. So, um, you know, if you like Almodovar and you you know you like what yeah. you see in this picture, you go watch go watch All About My Mother, which is which is also brilliant. Uh, but this is my personal favorite. Um, and um, and I'm just a um, I'm, I, it's one of those films I figure I could watch at any time. Um, so yeah, I would say in these in these dark and uncertain times, watch Women on the Verge of a Nervous Breakdown. Yeah, and for those of you who are watching Steven Soderbergh's Contagion, uh, don't, because it'll <laughs> just make you panic more. Yeah, let's not watch Contagion. Let's watch a nice escapist uh, film noir in my, in your case, and in my case, a a, 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 a comedy. Um, yeah. Uh, from from 1980s Spain, full of kitsch and gazpacho and good humor. Yeah, there's a lot of. I, I actually really. I feel bad that I have not watched a lot of Almodovar's films. I missed his new film, Pain and Glory, which Antonio Banderas was nominated for, and I've heard is really good. Um, I've seen Volver with Penelope Cruz. That was pretty good. That's a good one. Yeah, uh, uh, but I, I do have a. I have two box sets at home uh, at home in my flat in Copenhagen. With um, I think women on the verge of on the verge of a nervous breakdown is in that box set. It's like all of his old Spanish work that he did back in the day. Great, super. So looking forward to watching that, and also looking forward to uh, seeing more films during these uh, days of self isolation. Well, it's hardly a change from your usual routine, but for other people, it will be. Yes, of course. So uh, yeah. hopefully, uh, enjoy uh, if you can track down a copy. Enjoy Dark Passage and enjoy. Uh, women on the verge of a nervous breakdown. Yeah, Will we I put mean, uh, information about all these films on our website? Yeah, I, I mean, on our, I can I, I can attach this episode to our link it to our blog where I can add trailers, and I've also written a review of Dark Passage, which you can find on our blog. So I'll, I'll link that so you can read a bit about it there. A non-spoiler review. Excellent. Cool. Well, stay safe out there. Yeah, stay safe. Uh, wash your hands. Cough into your elbow. Don't be racist. Sounds good. All, all that stuff. Yeah. Don't be a cunt. All right. Yeah. See you. Stay safe. Bye.